0: says that love believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, and it turns out that since God is love, since God's our dad, that's exactly what his love towards us, yes, you and me, looks like. Exactly. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we take another look at the incredible Father Heart of God. Any dad worth his salt has hopes and dreams, not just for his own life, but for the lives of his children. Now, some parents try to live out their own hopes and dreams through their kids, and that's not right. You know, the man who wanted to be a doctor but never made it tries to force one of his children to become a doctor. It's just not right. I remember my dad saying to me when I was at the point of choosing a career, he said, son, I don't care what you choose to become, a street sweeper or a university professor, I'll back whatever you choose. But what I do expect is that whatever you choose, that you'll do your absolute best at. So, of course, we want the best for our children's futures. We somehow hope that the investment that we've put into them thus far will start paying dividends as they head out of those often difficult teenage years into adulthood. We hope that the standards and the morals and the behaviours that we've modelled and and distilled into our children since they were little will cut in somehow. We hope they'll have a great life, find the right husband or wife, have their own children, fulfil their dreams, don't we? Well, if God is our Father, I mean, if he really is, why wouldn't he have the same hopes and dreams for us, for our lives, not just here on earth, but for all eternity? Why wouldn't God's dreams be like any father's dreams for his children? Well, it turns out that God's dreams are like any other father's in one sense, not in another. Of course God's our dad and of course he believes in us and hopes the best for us. Psalm 139 he tells us every day of our lives was written down in his book before any of them as yet existed. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 he tells us that love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things and that love never comes to an end. Love never fails. And since God is love Since God is where we get our whole notion of love from, well, then his love for us is just like that, perfect in every way. God, our dad, looks at us and he believes in us. He made us, after all. He he handcrafted us for the plans and the purposes that he has for our lives. And that's where God's hopes differ from your average dad's hopes for his kids. Because God made us. He knows exactly how he made us for different purposes and different functions. We can see that when we look around. People are incredibly different. They have different motivations and gifts and abilities. But it's not just that he made us different. It's that he wrote down every day of our lives in his book before any of them as yet existed. In other words, he made us for a purpose. You'll often hear me say this because it's so important. Who we are and the plan that God has for our lives, what we're meant to be doing with our lives, Those two, the who and the what, go hand in hand. I as a father invest in my children and then release them into the world and I hope the best for them. I help them where they go, but by and large, the choices they make are theirs and totally out of my control. And God creates you and me and releases us into the world and he knows the choices that at some point, some point, are going to involve us rejecting him. And this, this is where God does something an ordinary dad can't do. God makes provision for that. God the dad knows that we're going to reject him at some point and go astray in a way that deserves an eternal punishment. So he makes provision for that at great cost to him. Have a listen. Romans chapter 8 verses 31 and 32. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? In other words, God's on our side. He demonstrates that by sending his beloved son Jesus, by giving him up to death on a cross, so that we can be reconciled back to God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 18 and 19 All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world back to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. It's in Jesus that we discover how much our dad in heaven loves us. The death of Jesus is the ultimate expression of a father's love for his children. For God loved us so much that he gave his only son so that whoever believes in him wouldn't perish, but have eternal life. I'm not sure whether you're a parent or not, but if you can, can you imagine, can you even begin to imagine how hard it would be to give up your child to be nailed on a cross to pay for the crimes of another person? Can you imagine? Well, God the dad did exactly that because he has a plan for our lives, a plan for his best. And we often inevitably, inexorably stray away from that plan. And Jesus is the way back, the way back to dad. Through him we have forgiveness, through him we're reconciled back to dad. One of his disciples, just before he was crucified, protested, we don't know the way where you're going. Have a listen to what Jesus said. John chapter 14, verse 5. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on you do know him because you have seen him. Putting our faith in Jesus... That's the way back to God, our Father. It's the only way back to Dad. And Dad's opened the door, despite our rebellion, despite the fact that that when he set us free into this world with a great plan for our lives, we wandered away from that plan, despite the fact that we turned our backs on him. Because he's our dad, because his love bears all things, hopes all things, believes all things, because he sees the potential in you and me, because his great and mighty father's heart aches to spend an eternity with you and me. He offers up the one thing that's most precious to him, more precious than anything else, his one and only son, to suffer, to die a brutal death in order to open up a way back to God, a way that meets God's need for justice because God is just and our rebellion demands punishment, but a way that avoids the punishment falling on us by putting it on the shoulders of his son. So great is God the dad's love for us, for you and for me, that he sent his one and only son to die for us in our place so that whoever, whoever puts their faith in this Jesus will not perish in an eternal inferno, but will have life eternal in the very presence of God. That's the hope in Dad's heart for you and me. But the decision to respond, the decision to put our trust in this Jesus, the decision to take the way back, that decision is completely ours. The cry of God's heart, read it through the Bible, from almost the beginning to the end is this, I will be your God and you, you will be my people. That's the cry of the incredible Father Heart of God. And in and through Jesus, he's done everything that's needed to make that happen. All we have to do is to accept his free gift of eternal life, to accept the offer of an eternity with him, to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Saviour, because he is the way back. He's the only way. been God's idea. It's a concept born out of his Father's heart. And let me tell you, when we get a handle on the incredible Father Heart of God, that changes everything, I mean everything, in our lives. And that's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet, The Incredible Father Heart of God. At the end of every chapter, you'll find some life application questions to help you actually think through and apply this rubber-hits-the-road teaching right into the realities of your life. See, God's Word is alive and active, so I am praying that through this booklet, the Holy Spirit will speak the powerful Word of God into your life, into your family, into your relationships. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. But this is the very last week that it'll be available, so don't miss out. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time on Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.